Hi, I'm Big Nkrumah. And I'm AudioNerd64. And we're your gamer friends. Your gamer friends. Gamer friends. I'm sure someone clapped. (laughs) (laughs) If you clap, please let me know. Because that would be the biggest honor of my life. We're at Gamer Friends Pod. If someone clapped along. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Logging on. We got releases. Dying Light 2, Ali Ali World, Sifu, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arceus, I think, is what people have decided to go with. Okay. Updates with Bungie. <sighs> Grand Theft Auto 6. <laughs> <laughs> not you not knowing what Ruben Numerals are. I was like, are. where are the numbers? I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking five and six, and I know it's a it's six. Shut up. Watch Dogs 3. Respawn updates, Stadia, and Suicide Squad. These past two weeks in Nerddom, we got a Moon Knight trailer, and we watched some Peacemaker. Ooh, we did. Or did we? Because I couldn't see the main character the whole time. Oh. And in the home screen, we are talking games. Oh, this is a WWE joke. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Outer Wilds, Disco Elysium, Paparazzi, Sifu, and City Skylines. Let's log on. First and foremost, we're going to do some housekeeping. Do we, we, we really don't ever do housekeeping. No, we don't. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward podcast. I don't think this is not, there's usually not a lot of housekeeping to do. That's true. We have some announcements though. We do. We might sound a little different. We do. Uh huh. Uh, we, I won't call it an upgrade because they're about the same price as the old microphones, uh, but we cross-graded two microphones that are better suited to this very square room. So hopefully you hear a little less echo. It's an upgrade. from. That's your message from audio This nerd. man is obsessed with what it sounds like, and I have to tell you that I listen to every episode. He doesn't. I listen to it. <laughs> I do it. I edit. I listen to it as I'm editing and mixing it. Whatever. Anyway... <laughs> I don't hear these things that he's talking about. He's like, oh, and then a bird chirped from three miles away in the background at, you know, second mark, whatever. And I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) But anyway, it's very different physically because instead of holding a microphone. We don't have to talk about. Straddling in my lap. The ghetto ass. (laughs) Because it should have been on a mic stand, but it's a little bit difficult for that one. It was the ghetto. Thank you so much to our patrons who have made this possible. That's right. We're so appreciative of you. Um, And something else that you've made possible, if you notice some wonkiness on the website or in your feed because our feed was broken because of the website, (laughs) uh, we've changed where we live. We're no longer a Squarespace podcast. That's right. We are now using... Well, do y'all care? I don't know. I, you might not care. So, fine. If you don't care, then then you skip forward like 15 seconds. But we're using Fireside now. Yes, and are. it was able to edit a lot of things. So, like, episode numbers should be fixed now. Yes. <laughs> we also heard from a few folks who were trying to go back to old episodes that they weren't there. And it turns out Squarespace 
caps you at 100 episodes in a feed. And because of that, like the first five episodes were just gone. So that all should be fixed now. And the numbers are going to be fixed. Like I said, there were a few numbering mishaps along the way. There were a few spelling errors. Like all that stuff is handled. Mm. It's going to be shiny and new. And you can go see the fruits of our labor at GamerFriendsPodcast.com, which has a brand new coat of paint. It's beautiful. Oh, it is. It is beautiful. And most importantly, we're going to actually know how many of y'all motherfuckers listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Not the analytics. Woo! The metrics got an upgrade. Thank God. Woo! It's hard. Anyway, we appreciate you. Um, We're going to come up with a little bit of a more formal say the podcast and put it out to our patrons. If you would like to join them, you can hit the link in the description. In the show notes. In the show notes. It's different than a description. Oh, sorry. I have YouTube brain. You do. Oh, yeah. You said, and make sure to click the subscribe button. Did I really? No, I'm just, I'm making fun of you. Oh, I see. For your YouTube brain. Okay. Well, fair enough. Anyway, this is all in service of a very special thing. We're celebrating, basically. Woohoo! Party! Gamer party. We have been in your ears for four four years. Oh, my God. This is our four-year anniversary month. That's exciting. It is exciting. Black History Month. Yes. Did we do that on purpose? Our first episode was titled Rooting for Everybody Black. So I'm going to say yes. Probably. Who knows? I am just very happy that we have made it this far. Look, I <laughs> we didn't pod fade. That's the thing. Last year was rough. Le- <laughs> when I was going through editing those episodes, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> there are some gaps. <laughs> uh, and we appreciate y'all for sticking with us, you know, We do this for the love of games, for the love of y'all. We really do. And I'm excited that you're here on this journey with us. And I'm just happy to be still on this journey. I I enjoy this outlet. It's been very, it's been very fruitful for me. Oh, good. You're welcome. Because let's not forget this was my idea. It was your idea. That's right. It was my idea. That sounds very prenup-y, the way that you just said that. (laughs) That was very capitalist of you to really just no. put ownership no, on no. this joint venture. Hashtag no capitalism. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> well, technically, technically, you generated you 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 gave me the seed and I put it in the soil. Oh God! All right! All right! All right! All right! <sighs> I. There were some releases. There were some there fucking some releases. releases. <laughs> First of all, Dying Light 2, which seems to be like everyone's favorite game, apparently. I was watching Skill Up's review of this, and he pointed out that the first one came out during when The Division had come out, like at the same time period oh, of The Division. The original. Yeah, the original Division. Right. So it makes sense that I completely missed the boat on Dying Light, <laughs> and I did completely miss the boat on it. It's out. And a lot of people that we know are playing it and really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. 
It looks a little too scurry for me. It looks. I think it looks like uh, as scurry as um, Lefford. Yeah, back for blood. Back for blood. I mean, okay. It. I just think that there's an arcadiness kind of built into Back for Blood that doesn't okay. seem like it exists in Dying Light Two. Like that's fair. Um, it seems a little more intense. That said. I don't really have anything to say other than apparently the console versions are not as stable as the PC version. So if you have an option, you might want to go with the PC version for this, but it doesn't seem like it's it's a bad spend, you know? Yeah. You're going to get your money's worth apparently 500 hours of it if you do everything. Oh, yeah, that's right. People were not happy about that. The gamers were upset. Yeah, we'll see. You know, there's there's games I had to buy... This mm-hmm. month, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh, you know, money out the bank account. So we'll see. Maybe one day. Ollie Ollie World is out. Rave reviews. People are loving it. Uh, the side scrolling skateboardy adventure game thing. I, I, I just, it looks cute. I don't begrudge that it looks cute. Okay. It just doesn't look like it's for me. And that's okay. Yeah. Another game on that list, not for us, Pokemon Legends Ar- Ar- Arceus. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all seem happy with it, which Although, is great. Maybe it should be for me. Maybe, because y'all are happy with this one. I was just so put off by the last Pokemon that I played. I, I mean, I used to play them all. I used to love Pokemon. And it seems like this is what we've wanted from Pokemon, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. So however, go- however, however. Those graphics are... <laughs> Look, you're playing on a fucking Switch, okay? Ass. <laughs> Not ass. I don't care. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Part of what really... Like, I'll just come right out and say it. Games that look good are more interesting to me. Not by default. You're Not shallow. to say that... <laughs> I mean, kind of. Like, <laughs> well, here's the thing. You don't have to be a fully modeled 3D game to get my attention or to look good, in my opinion. For instance, Celeste, which was a few years ago, mm-hmm. it didn't have 3D AAA-level graphics, but it was beautiful. It was. Even Animal Crossing yeah. on the Switch. I It's a good-looking game. So, Not Pokemon? No. Pokemon <laughs> Arceus looks awful. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it looks fucking bad. Oh. So that's a huge impediment. We are going to have someone on in the next episode to talk about it. Woo! And from what I've seen, the opinions have basically gone from this doesn't look good to I don't know about this to holy shit, this may be the best Pokemon game ever. Wow. I find that very intriguing. I simply don't have time to play it right now. No, no. So this may be a summer lull kind of game and we'll see what happens with it. It doesn't seem like there's a competitive vibe at all going on. So if I don't play it until a few months from now, I don't think I'm going to miss much, if anything. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. Rave reviews. Rave reviews. And I'm happy for y'all. And then the last one, Sifu came out, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and PC. Um, your boy purchased it, and there's been some controversy. We, 
Well, I mean, it should at this point come to no surprise that there would be controversy because there was no Asian people involved in the development of the game. Uh, hmm. Much like there are not a lot of people of color involved in the creation of most games with people of color in them. Mm-hmm. And that's not an excuse. I have a lot to say about it, actually. So we're going to talk about that in the home screen when we want to talk about the game. But I'm enjoying it. Just say that. Enjoying it. I can't wait to hear more. And I can't wait to hear more about the controversy. I only saw the press kit thing. Yeah, the press kit thing was pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Oh, man. Yeah, so... That was rough. Creator kits went out, you know, so that way... Basically, it's just free promo for the game. You know, they get little swag bags. and uh, It wasn't cute. We'll get into it later. Bungie, as a last fuck you <laughs> to Activision, was just acquired by Sony for a lot of money. Yeah. I have to say, this really rocked my fucking world. I was so... I think you woke me up with this news. And I was like, nigga... I um, <laughs> I definitely feel the <sighs> impact of this much more viscerally mm-hmm. than the Activision Blizzard acquisition because I'm not playing any Activision Blizzard games right now. Right. And there's really not anything that I'm dying to play either. Right. Nothing that I can't wait for. Um, I play Destiny all the time. You play Destiny like it's your job. And I play on Xbox. You <laughs> Exclusively. So I had a lot of concerns. I will say a few things about this deal are very different than the Activision Blizzard deal. Okay. Number one, it seems pretty clear that this has been in the works legitimately for many, many months. Mm. And this is not a recent thing. Right. So probably not so much a response to Activision Blizzard. We were also. Oh, yeah, no, that was a joke. To be I know. <laughs> Sorry. but it is out there that this is that this was a response, and right, right. that would be a very fast response. The second thing is that apparently this is the first of several acquisitions that are going to be announced this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very possible that uh, Square Enix is slurped up, uh, <sighs> perhaps Konami, or People have been clamoring for someone to buy it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh lord. I don't I don't even think it's off the table that Ubisoft could potentially get snatched up. In part because Sony's announcement about this talked explicitly about their goal for more live service games mm-hmm. on their platform. They recognize that they've been the single player cinematic experience king and that's true, but Microsoft really has all the multiplayer stuff, they needed something like this under their belt. To diversify the portfolio. That rang some alarm bells with regard to exclusivity. Right. And timed exclusivity and just cosmetic exclusivity too. Right. History has not been kind to Destiny in that regard. During the D1 era, there was a gap of a year 
where PlayStation folks had maps or strikes or weapons even that Xbox players didn't have. And it was a huge sore spot in the community. Mm-hmm. When Destiny 2 came out, literally the day that it came out was when we got access to certain things in Destiny 1. So a lot of Xbox players played Destiny 1 when Destiny 2 came out so that they could experience some of the things that PlayStation players had had mm-hmm. that we did not have. Right. Destiny 2 promised not to do that. They said that everything will be uniform. Whatever comes out for one platform is going to come out for all of them. Destiny 2 is also when they added PC before it was just PlayStation and Xbox. So there were a lot of people really worried that this meant a return to D1 splitting of the community, essentially. Mm. Thankfully, Bungie came out with a really strong statement. And essentially, nothing that comes out under the banner of Destiny 2 is going to be exclusive or gated in any way. Mm-hmm. It also came out after the fact that part of their deal is creative control. And it's not just a gimmicky thing. Like, actually, Bungie retains all creative control. Which means if they decide that they don't want to do exclusive stuff, that they don't have to do that. Okay. All that to say, they didn't mention Destiny 3. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't mention what would happen beyond Destiny 2 because we are expecting that Destiny will continue in some way. Also, they're coming up with a new IP. They announced that they are working on a new IP. It is also apparently going to be live service. So there are some question marks still about what that future means if all of Bungie's content will eventually become Sony exclusive, or if it will remain cross-platform. If they do it in the future, that's fine because it gives me time to prepare. It gives me time to... Oh, you're you not going to be upset. You're not going to be upset if Destiny 3 is PlayStation exclusive. Well, I have a PlayStation 5, and I can just play on PlayStation. Or I can move to PC to play Destiny. Mm, that's, that's a calm response. Well, I'm not going to stop playing Destiny. A lot of our original clan doesn't really play anymore. Uh, Not to say that I wouldn't encourage the existing clan members to move over with me, but like, as long as I don't have to reorient myself for D2, I'm okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Anyway, I'm excited for them. Honestly, uh, they announced like this week sometime that almost $2 billion is being given to them to invest in their staff specifically. So like that's a salary increase. It's probably additional facilities for employees to take advantage of, amenities, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for them. I'm excited for the future of Destiny 2 because for the meantime, all of those additional resources are going to benefit me too. We'll see what happens in the future though. <laughs> oh boy. I honestly wouldn't, Like, the same way that in the last episode, I was like, LOL, maybe this is the way to get Game Pass on PlayStation. This may very well be the way that Sony keeps Destiny cross-platform because apparently Microsoft said the next three Call of Duty games are going to come out on Sony, but that doesn't mean that the fourth one is going to. (laughs) (laughs) So... I, I think they're going to keep the cards close to the chest and see what happens with some of these exclusive uh, 
Blizzard and Activision titles. So it begins, y'all. I know. So it begins. I'm exhausted by it. <sighs> Watch Dogs 3. Ubisoft was... I'm going to keep calling them Ubisoft because mm-hmm. I think it's funny. That's fine. Pulled the plug on Watch Dogs 3. They did. They said, uh, y'all can keep playing, but y'all can keep playing the campaign mode. We don't give a fuck about anything else. Which is, you know, in case you didn't know, Watch Dogs Legion, it's not Watch Dogs 3 as a name, uh, does have a live component um, that no one plays. I tried it for a hot two seconds, um, I think when the beta was out, and I was like, huh, I'm not going to do this. And then didn't. But I did play the expansion with Wrench and Aiden Pierce, mm-hmm. and it was bugged because I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't finish the final boss fight. Like, I just kept shooting the thing, and the health wouldn't go down. It's like, literally, it was like one HP, and it wouldn't hit zero. And I was like, well, I could wait to see when this gets fixed, or I can move on with my life. And I chose the latter. So... Kind of upsetting. I mean, no, not really. I don't know. I really like Watch Dogs Legion. I think Watch Dogs games have just been really slept on. I think they're excellent. I think, you know, if you are like, yay, Grand Theft Auto, but like, "Mm, there's a lot of like murder in here, you'll probably like Watch Dogs. But Ubisoft doesn't seem to give a fuck. I just don't understand why every game needs to be live service now. I mean, every game is going to be the same game at some point. So they have to. <laughs> and Ubisoft games more than all of them. The gaming singularity. Already <laughs> the same that's game. Why I only, that's why I, only, I can only play like two of them. I think Watch Dogs and Far Cry, like the only two that I play because it's the same fucking. Maybe that's why I don't loop. play Far Cry because I play Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed. <laughs> There's a two Ubisoft game bags. They have one. They're just like, well, let's make a game. Pull out the template. All right. Swap out the characters. Swap out the perspective. Swap out the story. And then we have an Ubisoft game. It really, it's not like that egregious, <sighs> but it's sometimes. <laughs> it might not be <laughs> I'm not not that egregious. <laughs> no, there's not a lie being told. I'll no. just say that. Exaggeration for sure, but not a lie. Well, RIP uh, to a real one. Season two or year two, whatever they were whatever doing. The I, don't fuck. Know. I, don't, I don't even know. Well, it doesn't matter. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> it's not coming out. <laughs> I really wanted some more for that game. I still think it was. Listen, it was it was a great game, but it was <sighs> not good enough. Well, it, it just not everything needs to be. Yeah, a forever game. Yeah. Halo is proving that. Apparently, Halo's already suffering population drops, which that sucks. It does. But also, like, what I don't know what you want people screen? to do. Damn. When is the post coming out? Who you know knows? Yet? Who oh, knows? We don't know yet. I would love to play that campaign, but I'm not playing it by myself. I never have and I never will. Oh, that's like a tradition for you. Oh, yeah. Aw, that's so cute. <laughs> I guess someday. Um, GTA 6 has been formally announced. Yay! That's really all there is to it. They just oh. tweeted like, yeah, we're working on it. Duh. All of the games press was like, of course, everyone knows that they were working on this. This is nothing to do really with an announcement. It just has to do with hiring. Which, okay, fair um, enough. They want to be able to hire for the game without hiding what it is. Because yeah, yeah. half of the new games get leaked that way anyway. Like That's the game true. press just watches their... <laughs> Job availability page. 
Oh, you need a mobile engineer? Oh, you need 20 mobile engineers? I guess this studio is making a mobile (laughs) game. Like, it's not fucking rocket science. Oh, boy. Anyway, who knows what that's going to be, but now the the fanboys will Game of Friends obsess will be over something else. 10 years old when this fucking game comes out. I swear to God. <laughs> GTA 6 is going to come out for the PlayStation 11. <laughs> <laughs> for the Xbox Series... Double negative Y. Something like that. I don't know. Y equals MX plus B. <sighs> a lot of new shit happening with Respawn. We're getting a Jedi Fallen Order sequel, which is great and gives me some urgency to actually finish the game that's out right now. How many unfinished games do you have in your library? Jedi Fallen Order, Red Dead 2. Perhaps it would be easier to list the games you've completed. Um, there we go. <laughs> Hate to see it. Uh, but I'd love to see a sequel. I'm so happy Ian from Shameless uh, can rely on... I love that that's your reference point now. I mean, I, I've seen him before, but I don't remember in what. And then I was like, oh, it's the Star Wars guy. So I'm now, pretty sure you just saw him in the background of me watching Shameless without you. No, he's definitely been in something that I've seen. I like. I was like, I know this white boy. Anyway, gay Ian gets to be... <laughs> <laughs> he is right... We're in the middle of what? Season five? five? He is my least favorite character. Which is like really hard to say. I mean, he was definitely he was my least favorite character coming out of four. Now I feel empathy for him because he's suffering through mental health issues, but I still don't like him all that much. Mm. Listen, people we don't like are also mentally ill. That's right. Doesn't make him any more likable. I don't like me sometimes. <laughs> I have depression. <laughs> <laughs> Respawn also announced that they are making a first-person shooter in the Star Wars universe. Here's the problem. We knew they were working on a first-person shooter, and everyone was hoping that it was going to be Titanfall 3. And they said... Much like Half-Life 3, Titanfall 3 is never (laughs) fucking happening. Stop trying to make Titanfall 3 happen, Gretchen! Titanfall 2 which I still haven't played, is by all accounts phenomenal. Yes. Just ride off on that high. Like, ride into the sunset with that fulfillment. We have a first-person shooter set in the Titanfall universe. Apex Legends is is really... I mean... Story? I don't fucking care. (laughs) The story this season's really good. Apparently, it is really good. The new season came out literally today. Today, as the Game of Friends know... I only care about the Apex lore in a very surface level way. So, don't really care about Titanfall 3. Fair enough. Finally, they're helping with a third Star Wars game, which is a strategy game. They're not making it. They're just kind of like advising, I guess, or overseeing. (laughs) I guess. I don't really know what the relationship is, and I should know what the studio is that's actually making it, but I I don't. So, I'm sorry to them. Wow. I'm sorry to that man. I don't know him. Stadia. Y'all were fucking fools if you got it, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, no. Is it done? Oh, yeah. It's over. <laughs> no. I, can it's they, not can... formally over, but they announced a pivot. A pivot. <laughs> to... <laughs> My eyes just roll out of their sockets. Jesus Christ. Apparently, they're just making their uh, technology 
like op- not open source, but they're leasing it out. Bungie is apparently looking at their technology. That would be dope if I could play Destiny 2 anywhere I wanted without needing to use xCloud. Yeah. I mean, you know, that was cool. I was really intrigued by the streaming stuff that it would allow. Like, you can, like, watch four people yeah. play together at once. And So, I mean, if they're going to put the shit out on loan, that's cool. I guess everyone else can reap the benefits of Google, again, not giving a fuck about anything that they make. It must be nice to just have money to just throw at shit and then you'd be like, well, okay. That's how rich people live their lives. Hmm. They can do whatever they want. Hmm. Let's see how long Amazon Studios last. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's not officially dead, but they're, dead. they're selecting the coffin. Put it on <laughs> right next to Google at Glass. The funeral home. <laughs> right next to Google Fiber. Oh, Jesus. Google Fiber still exists for some people, right? Really? Yeah, I don't think they ever discontinued service for where they set it up. Oh, okay. Well, Google Glass, no. Oh man, remember when that guy got made fun of? For and I'm like, you should be made fun of. Yes, wearing a camera. You should have been bullied. Finally, (laughs) Suicide Squad has already been delayed. Shut up. Into 2023. I think you said that in. Of course, I did. Which I almost didn't let. (laughs) I, I like didn't want you to pick it. Look, who someone Wait, did I pick it? I picked it because I what said I it's pick? gonna be part oh, of the Renaissance. Right, 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 right. And now the de- Renaissance is gonna be delayed. Whatever the period after the Renaissance was in history. That's the I can't WB it. memoir's name. Renaissance delayed. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough. I get bullied on this show. Oh. God, I mean, the game is going to be phenomenal when it comes out. That's right. It's just not going to come out for at least a year. Deborah Wilson's voice files are just sitting on somebody's computer, just chilling, ready to be deployed. I literally can't believe that I have been waiting for Witch Queen for over a year, and you are disrupting my life, and specifically me interacting with Deborah Wilson. I kind of don't want you to talk about her, frankly. Wow. That's very inside to the two of us. That is. And I, how dare you exclude the Game of Friends like I that? I need people to know that I am being disturbed the mm-hmm. week that Destiny comes out. The weekend after Destiny comes out. That's irrelevant. You have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You got four whole days. It and you're going to bring the Xbox with you. So what does it matter? It doesn't. Exactly. Nothing matters. <laughs> I'm pissed. These past two weeks in nerddom. We watched the Peacemaker pilot episode. We did. I'm we haven't day. watched the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 look. Shameless is really good, okay? And the problem is, is that if you're going to take my attention away from Shameless, it has to be really good. Uh, Peacemaker won't, I think, do that. I will watch it. I, we will watch it, and we will talk about it. I'm not in a rush. Apparently, the season finale of The Book of Boba Fett is tonight, and I had no idea. Also, apparently, got real good at the end. You really got really good at the end. I know way too much about that show. Uh, for I don't feel spoiled, it. even though I very, I've definitely been spoiled. I mean, I've definitely been spoiled, but all the stuff that it has 
been spoiled for me is the usual Star Wars discourse. Like, no new conversations have spurred out of this new piece of media, which is not shocking from this fandom. Let's have an ignorant spoiler conversation. So if you haven't watched any Boba Fett and you don't want to know anything about it, then, like, skip a little bit ahead. We'll put a timestamp in the in the show. Here's the thing. I haven't watched it, but I know that The Mandalorian shows up. Yes. I know that not only does he show up, but he kind of takes over the show. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. And also, Luke Skywalker shows up. Yeah. Isn't Grogu in it, too? Yes. Oh, and that one nigga, that that turtle, yes. blue-faced fish-looking nigga yes. from Clone Wars is in it. Yes. I so heard they, that, they too. So they reanimated it. I get it. Cause but I don't know any plot points. I've no, it's just So vibes. I don't really feel spoiled. No. It makes sense that those people would show up if they're building this, like, universe. They're Star Wars niggas. They're endgaming something, is my understanding. <laughs> and Luke is actually Mark Hamill again. DH. And people were like, they're getting better at, <laughs> at the face Well, thing. good, because that first, I was like, that nigga might as well have been a puppet. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Someone put a side-by-side of young Mark Hamill and Sebastian Stan, and I would like to see more. I'm intrigued. No, I, that has happened. I think that happened with the last one, and I I would be all for it. I think Sebastian Stan could handle being Luke Skywalker. I get what they're doing. Like, Mark Hamill's alive. Why, like, why not? I also get, let this man rest. Like, maybe if it, if it, if Mark Hamill's like, yeah, I'll do it. Why the fuck not? Because what else is Mark Hamill doing? I mean, he's doing a lot. Because he's on Twitter is saying things. I don't know. I mean, he's collecting royalties. That's a lot with how much royalties that nigga collects. He, must, he has to take a trip to the bank every damn day. So you're equating worth with wealth? Money. Yes, absolutely. Capitalism is the law of the land. Wow. Game of Friends is called a joke. Some I'm joking. That's not praxis. It's not. It's not praxis. I can't be. I can't make ironic. No. what i've learned on twitter in the past five years is that as soon as you allow irony to involve itself in your politics you become a fascist (laughs) that's a deep cut if you are not a leftist or you're not on leftist twitter then i'm so sorry that joke means nothing to you we're gonna move on from that because i'm disgusted uh speaking of Capitalism. Disney also <laughs> released a Moon Knight trailer. It looks dope AF. Can't wait to watch it. Oscar it looks Isaac. extraordinarily good. I, I, mm, you know, honestly, we almost had Oscar Isaac as Doctor Strange. And I think we, this universe, lucked out. I think we got what mm. we really, not what we wanted, but we got what we needed, which is Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. Listen, if there's anyone that I want to watch be mentally ill... <laughs> Is Oscar Isaac. Oh, is that the redhead from the Jedi? No, not him. No. But Oscar Isaac. As you can tell by me picking up my phone, I can't watch it again. Okay, here's something very funny about Oscar Isaac. So I learned the other day, thanks to TikTok and the unfortunateness of me having that stupid app on my phone, is that apparently in the book, Oscar Isaac's character, when he gets like captured and he's just like, you know, drugged up and shit, he's not naked. They just like take off like an emblem or something from his jacket. Are you talking about Dune or Moon Knight? Dune, Dune. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but in Dune, his dick was out. And- <laughs> Drop the music right fucking now. <laughs> Drop the music right and fucking so now. Like, why in the movie did they have the dick out? And I was Drop like, 
<laughs> the music. I think that's a worthwhile question. <laughs> Why make that change? We literally can't even talk about the trailer. Drop the music. Okay. You okay. On the home screen. <laughs> I'm still laughing from prior. I'm going to go ahead and get this going <laughs> by talking about City Skylines. That'll get him to shut the fuck up real fast. Oh, you're right. I'm going to be on my phone, y'all. Let me just let me just get on this phone. Let me just start. The airport's DLC coming out right before Horizon and Witch Queen is typing. terrorism directed squarely at me. It is awful. It is terrible, but it is also wonderful and beautiful. I have the airport DLC. I am building a new city. I spent hours cleaning out my mod folder, clearing out my workshop, downloading all missing assets and props. I was ready to go. I am ready to go. I'm making progress. I have like 50,000 people living in my city right now and growing and I have until Horizon comes out to keep playing this. As much as I joke about not being interested in City Skylines, it is nice to watch you have this outlet, this creative outlet. I, I don't think you see yourself as a creative person. No. But... In fact, that is a very difficult aspect of playing this game for me. Yeah. Is that I get stuck not making a decision because I'm worried about my decision not being perfect mm -hmm. because I'm not a creative person. I do not trust that part of myself. Isn't that wild? And I'm, 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 I hope that through this game, you start to allow yourself to be able to make the trust to have the, the decision-making skills in that arena. But I, I will say it's quite impressive. Um, I think also to play this game at the level that you're playing at does involve coding knowledge, maybe a boot camp might be involved for those who are interested. The mods it's, are ridiculous. It's a lot of mods and mods. Check the mods and de deleting mods and putting mods in and modding the mods. Is just I just... I was, it's intense. It's a lot. I don't even think I've done as much things on the computer with just audio shit. I used to fucking do shit with like... Uh, what was it? What's it called? Not DSP. Weird music shit where you just type stuff up and make sounds and fucking shit. I don't know. It's just, it's wild. So I'm happy for you. Looks like you're having a lot of fun. Thank you. And it's quite impressive when you're like, hey, come look at this. I'm like, oh, that's a city. I couldn't do that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, I won't say much more about it. Frankly, it's just a city builder. Like, we're not, <laughs> it's not revolutionary. Um, the airport's DLC is exactly what you think. Making airports was one of the worst experiences in the game wow. because it was an entirely custom process unless you wanted to use the stock airports, which all sucked. So it was like thousands of assets to get the right airport. And it wasn't really functional. Like you had to cheat to make it look functional, but it wasn't really functional. And now you can have real big functional airports with terminals and runways and all kinds of shit. It's fucking awesome. If you like City Skylines, you'll love the airport's DLC. I'm really enjoying myself. All right. Happy for you. We both played Pupperhatsi. 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 Literally, you just take pictures of dogs. That's the whole thing. That's it. 
That's all there is to you it. Just take pictures of dogs. I didn't play for very long because I, when I understood, I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, no, same. I mean, I probably visit it when I'm like, wow. When you need a serotonin hit? Yeah. And that's it. It's like, so you'll play it every day? <laughs> every day, I, I get up, I make my morning tea, play some and I play paparazzi. some paparazzi to really get my day going and not think about the dumpster fire of a planet that we're all spinning on. Yeah. It's real cute, though. If you have Game Pass, there's no... It's like 10 megabytes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually 800, but still... <laughs> You gonna download that in two seconds or PC? It's also on PC. It's adorable. It's very adorable. Rough. The next two games. My impression of a dog. I intend to do more with. Oh, I'm not just gonna talk about them oh. because it's not fair to the audience. I experienced the Outer Wilds, mm-hmm. and I experienced Disco Elysium. Two very different games, but I feel like you took a lot out of them. I was having a fucking love affair with The Outer Wilds. And after that was over and I started playing Disco Elysium, it was like the cigarette after getting your back blown out. Like, the experience that I had playing those games back to back is simply one of the greatest gaming experiences of my life. Unrivaled. Until probably two weekends from now when I play Horizon and then immediately play The Witch Queen. The cigarette. (laughs) The Outer Wilds. I didn't know really what it was about. I knew that there was a spaceship involved. I didn't. That's all I knew. I didn't know (laughs) that it was basically a gravity simulator. Uh huh. What they did in that physics engine is unparalleled. There was a long time where I was like, I don't know about this, because the graphics are, like, not amazing. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> that bias. Hate to see it. And the beginning is kind of slow. Like, until you find the right thread to pull on, mm. it is just kind of like, what's going on? However, as an aspiring astrophysicist, right. when I understood <laughs> what was going on and what the core gameplay loop was and essentially what you were trying to either prevent or escape or stop. Like you didn't know what was going to happen. But when I realized what it was about, it just blew my fucking mind. And I genuinely do think that it's one of the best games I've ever played. Um, Of all time. Of all time. I don't even want to talk about it that much more because as psychotic as I thought everyone was when they were like, we can't spoil this game for you by telling you what it's about. Even if you go look for help on the internet because you're stuck on something in the game, it's like, well, you should try this, but I don't want to tell you because it'll ruin it. <laughs> like That's wild. To the internet really guy. wants you to do this on your they own. They said there's, we don't do tutorials for this one. We're so sorry. And they're right. To be like to be perfectly honest with you, they're right. If you're the type of person that listens to this podcast but you don't play video games, go watch The Outer Wilds. It'll blow your fucking mind. It's amazing. Okay. And then really quickly, Disco Elysium. My plan for this one is actually to do a little special thing. We had a conversation with Kenji about this. It's one of my favorite episodes. And was a good one. I actually just want to continue that conversation now that I've played it. Mm-hmm. I had that conversation without 
having played it, and now I've played it. So I think that that's the appropriate place for me to put my thoughts. I agree. I I have it on PC. Uh, As we all know, my PC was out of commission for a little bit, but it's back. It's three-screen glory. I missed her. He's pretending that he's going to play this game so he can contribute to the conversation. I purchased it, so like I have to at least start it. The thing is that when I was watching you play, it's very, it's a lot of reading. It's very wordy. And, you know, at the end of a long day, a long, hard day making podcasts. Well, the final cut is, it's all voiced. So you don't have to read anything. It's just going to take you longer to get through the game because you have to listen to the original game, not? No, the original game was not completely voiced. Only certain things were voiced. Oh, that's amazing because the voice acting was very good. Superb. They said, well, we're going to spend this money. Phenomenal. Good for them. Good for them. We love we love growth. I'll play it. I, I, I want to play it, and I want to be involved in this conversation because no one could shut the fuck up about Disco Elysium when it came out. This is a real problem for me because I already know that my 2022 Games of the Year, like, wow. best two games to play, February. whatever the fuck, like, it's going to be between Disco Elysium and Outer Wilds, and I don't know which one it's going to be, and I'm going to be thinking about it for an entire year. You mean 11 months? Well, I started playing them in January, so it's oh, okay. an entire, entire year for me. Entire year. Yeah, damn. That's intense. Hmm. Finally. Finally. Uh, Sifu came out. Uh, I played it. I pre-ordered it to play it early because I don't have the energy for most things during the week <laughs> to play it on the weekend. <laughs> so I did. Uh, it is a... Kung Fu fighting game from Slow Clap, uh, which came, they came out with another game. I can't remember the name of it. Absolver or something is also a fighting game. So fighting games are not hmm. particularly new for them. But this was going to be a game with, that is, you know, inspired by all of Asians. These white men's <laughs> favorite Kung Fu flicks. Uh, <laughs> so Quentin Tarantino made a video <laughs> game development company. Well, look, no one in this is saying the N-word like every other line. So I don't know. Vivica Fox doesn't die first. So I don't know. There might not be any black people in this game, if I'm being honest. But uh, so, yeah, um, I'm on a technical level. It is it is a fighting game. Like we're talking wombo combos. We're talking timed attacks and, you know, strings and things like that. And it is not easy. It is not easy. It's quite unforgiving. Mm. Uh, I've never played a From Software game. And since no one's in, like, a really big rage about this one, I would assume it is not as difficult as a From Software game. Oh, I don't think you've seen it. Oh, there's outrage? People, Well, there's not outrage, but people are absolutely like, this is as difficult as a, as oh, a From Software game. So I'm playing game. a From Software game. So here, the mechanics of the game is this. You start off with just like the, the prologue of the story, and then you're off to the races as Sifu, who is in very Kung Fu movie fashion, seeking revenge, five niggas that killed your father. You could be a boy or a girl. Very not progressive. We hate that. I'm kidding, but... I mean, I'm I'm not not kidding. I'm also not surprised, but whatever. Uh, look, progress is slow arch. Anyway, uh, so you you know you're going through five people, and you know you're just going through levels. So you start off at the age of twenty, and 
every time that you die, you come back to life with this like uh I don't I don't want to call it a pendant because it's not a pendant, but this magical thing, I guess, or whatever. They don't really explain it. Gives you the ability to come back to life. But the catch is you age every time that you die. Mm. And that age, that aging is permanent. And it gets more so increased the more you die. So if you die once, you go up a year. If you die twice, you go up two years. If you die three times, you go up three years. And that death counter can also be reset at certain points in a level, but it's not really, it's usually like after like mini bosses or bosses or like big encounters, it's not really clear when that happens. Um, And as you age, I think every 10 years, I think the highest you get up to is either 70 or 75. And every 10 years, you lose this little sliver of your health and you gain a little bit of strength on your offensive moves. It's every 10 years for that? I thought it was just every year. No, every 10 years. So you Mm -hmm. in chunks of 10. Okay. Um, so what makes it difficult is that because you can't reverse it, once you, you know, finish a level at a certain age, you're that age and you have to keep moving. And so, you know, you have to complete your revenge mission before you're dead. Or if you like, you know, get to the third nigga and you're 75 and you die, that's it. That's the end of the game for you. Is it purposefully a loop? Like, is it a, is it a game with a loop, basically? It is not. But it is, I found myself playing that way. So it's I, a loop if you're not perfect. Yes. Got it. So, like, when you do die, you can, it's like arcadey, you know, you have an option, you have the chance to do some little upgrading if you desire, um, which um, is like semi permanent. If you stay alive, you can keep the upgrades, but if you upgrade the thing more than once, then it becomes permanent no matter what happens, you get to keep it. But at that stage, when you do die, you can either take a year or two or three or however many your death counters up to come back to the game or you could just give up and start from the beginning <laughs> of the level. So I did one, I did a playthrough of like the first level and a half over the weekend and I was like, oh my God, I'm like 50. I'm not going to be able to this game. So I started it all over again and uh, so now I'm doing another playthrough where I'm trying to not age by more than 10 years per level because I'm not good enough <laughs> to not... I'm not. I'm like, the parrying is unforgiving. And, you know, the dodging mechanic is, like, pretty easy. But, like, if you are in there with a whole bunch of niggas, it's kind of hard to do. And... You're in here yelling a lot. It's hard. For you. Oh, yeah. For I'm you. Like, Fuck. Oh, <laughs> it was so bad. I had I had my tablet, like, here, like, where my where I sit. And went to fucking just bang on the desk because, like, I died once. Like, it was completely just... I just got fucked up. I almost broke my tablet. I almost had a fucking gamer moment. And and (laughs) I was like, wow, the slope is hella slippery because (laughs) it's frustrating. So I did the first level on this new playthrough. And I think I got... I did it to not age until, like, age, I think, 26, 27. And so now I'm on the second one. So I'm only, like, halfway through just because I keep dying so much and I have to figure out like how to not do that. Damn. Um, but the fighting is good. And once you can get into that rhythm, it's not like as strict as like a Tekken or a Street Fighter. It's a little bit looser, but it's like, it's still there. Uh, but it's still fun. It's fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Despite the fact that I am just like, fuck, I have to go back. Fuck, I have to go back. Fuck, fuck. It's a lot of fucks. Something that I heard was that 
the enemy placement is exactly the same yes. every time. Yes. So really, once you get that perfect run down, there's not a return to the game unless you just really enjoy yeah. the fighting. Like, I know, I know the, the second level starts at a club. Um, so I know that where Every everyone detail. is pretty, pretty. I'm like, I know exactly who I'm going to hit first, who I'm going to hit second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. And then it's a little bit of a free-for-all. Hmm. Um, I know where the weapons are. I know where the bottles are to throw shit. I mean, it's, it is really fun. Like, I wouldn't be doing it multiple times if I was, didn't see a value in not aging mm-hmm. <laughs> as much and didn't want to do it. Um, but it's frustrating. It's going to be a challenge for sure. I looked up, can you, is there a difficulty setting in the game? And they're like, no. You know, you have to know the ways of Kung Fu to, like, figure it out. And you'll be fa-. And I'm just like... <laughs> Y'all, like, they're role-playing, and I'm trying to play a video game. And, like, can we chill? And, like, honestly, if the fighting wasn't as fun as it is, I would probably find it more frustrating. And that's probably why I will never pick up a From Software game, because, like, why would I do that to myself? But whatever. Um, So there is, there has been uh, some very, there's been some controversy about the game. Uh, Mainly that it is an all-white development team that uh, is making a game that is set in a fictional Chinese city. And it doesn't really have, well, any cultural competence. Uh, the one consultant that they had for the martial arts they used in the game was a white dude <laughs> that went to China <laughs> and learned it and oh. came back. Yeah. Um, it's not good. <sighs> is it's, it offensive? That's the thing. So far, the game is not like outwardly offensive and there's no like oh this is about honor that was a knock on ghost of Tsushima yeah was that it did fall into the honor trope yeah I just it was pretty well done sorry yeah (laughs) I mean there's nothing in here that is like extremely offensive I was reading some reviews about it online and a lot of folks or some folks feel that the sort of like influences from the kung fu movies that they are inspired from are just kind of like ripped off from the movie just like plopped in the game without any real um Intention. Uh, so I'm going to put a link to a review in it about that. But the other thing is that there's just like some other like fuck ups. Apparently, like there's a mismatch between like Mandarin and Cantonese mm. within between like subtitles or like within the game and the menu items. So like, but yeah, you know, it's just like the no, it's just like not having any cultural competence at all. And I don't know. It made me think a lot about what capital R representation is or, like, what it could be. Because, like, all right, so, like, what if they did have someone Asian on the team? All right, they have a Japanese developer. What the fuck is that person going to do if it's a game set in a Chinese fictional universe? Yeah, exactly. So it's, like, it's, you know, of course, like, thinking about, like, okay, like, what does this actually mean instead of, like, what we think it should mean as far as representation goes? um, And, like, you know... I think about kind of like Deathloop really is like, I highly doubt that was an all or like a majority black development team, but that game, while not really saying anything about the black experience, at least from what I saw, at least had some character, had some depth to the characters, had some... A black person was involved in writing that game, but you're right. The game itself had nothing to do with race. It doesn't have to be. They were just black. I also like don't need Sifu to like, you know talk about the plight of yeah. Chinese 
like it doesn't it's just not what it needs to be nor what it should be but like if you are going to do that then yeah you should have like you know, maybe one person of the descent that you're pl- making the game out to be a consultant. And that should be the limit, says, frankly. Uh, like, yeah. If you're trying to say something or you're trying to be accurate, then you should go to the source. <laughs> but if you just have a character that happens to be and there's actually nothing about them in the storyline that is, you know, specific to their experience racially in that way, then, like, what do I care? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just is, like, very clear that they just did not really, really think about what it means. They, like, kind of yeah. did the, like, all right, we got a consultant, but, like, didn't yeah. think about mm-hmm. it much further. I just couldn't imagine being of Chinese descent and, and like, watching this happen. It just It's, like, frustrating on a level that I, I just can't fully understand. I mean, from what I've seen, it's beyond frustration. People are pissed. People are really pissed. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to link to a bunch of really good things that people have said that are smarter than me and just do some listening and try it out to, you know, enjoy the game, but not in a way that's also destructive. Because, mm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, I mean, at the end of the day, that's really all we can do. Like, white people are going to continue to make shit with people of color in it. And we're going to continue to get mad about it until someone gets it right. Well, we're definitely be having this conversation All year long, people are talking about this game as a game of the year contender. Mm -hmm. Some folks really, really love the mechanics of it. So we'll have plenty of time to get into the weeds about the impact of it. Once more people have put their hands on it, I'm sure we're going to get a lot more informed opinions. Usually the best think pieces come out a little bit after the fact anyway. That's true. So we'll keep an eye on this conversation. Um, If you have some thoughts and you want to share them with us, we'd love to hear from you about it. Uh, We've gotten some listener feedback in the past that has really informed some of these conversations, and this might be an opportunity uh, for us to feature some of those thoughts. So get in touch if you have strong feelings about this. We would love to hear them. We would. I guess read them. Mm. We don't have like a a voice memo thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I think that was a show. I think that was a show. Thank you very much to our patrons. As we said at the top, we would not have made it for four years without you. We're so excited to have you. The list, the illustrious list of people. Abner, Emma, Enya, Sarah, Cody, Nerdy, Shuli, Aime, and Mike. Thank you all so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your platform of choice, wherever you're listening to this, I think. You got it. Close enough. More conviction next episode, Mm -hmm. okay? You know the line. Sure. And if you really like the show, tell a game a friend. Tell two game of friends. How about you just, every person that you know that plays games... Tell them. Tell them. And come into the Discord. Join us. We're having so much fun. We are. I was about to say people keep posting about Wordle, which we never talked about, but... We've never talked about Wordle, and we won't. Oh, we won't? I mean, I don't have anything against it. Other than that, I don't want to add to the cacophony of people talking about Wordle. That's fair. It's bad that the New York Times bought them. I'm tired of talking about acquisitions anyway. (laughs) (laughs) See you soon. Deuces. Bye.